Welcome to today's video and podcast. Today we are going to talk through a very, very common subject. Are carbs bad for fat loss? Now, carbs, I would say, is my speciality because of uh, the insane results we've had over the last few years with myself and my team at CJ Coaching using our metabolic priming approach with nutrition, which essentially utilizes carbs as the main fuel for actually burning fat. Now, why do carbs get a really bad rap? So one of the things that really frustrates me with the mainstream media is how we go through phases of high carb diets, high fat diets, low carb diets, like it's complete BS. Now we have to remember what is actually important for you to achieve fat loss is in general simple thermodynamics, which is you being in a calorie deficit. So therefore you have uh, less calories coming in than you're burning on a daily basis. Therefore your body then attacks and uses stored body fat tissue and breaks that down for fuel essentially. Now, what we have to remember is that the most important thing when it comes to carbohydrates is that we actually probably enjoy these. So we have to think about psychologically. Consistency in the long run is really the key. So, um, for example, ketogenic dieting is very popular where people don't have carbohydrates at all for a fatty fat loss diet. Now, I'm not saying that won't work, but if you think about this logically, so when we do a ketogenic diet, we're simply eliminating one of the three macronutrients. Obviously, we have protein, uh, carbs and fats. Protein, you have four calories per gram. Car uh, carbohydrates, you have four calories per gram. And fats, you have nine calories per gram. Now, if we take away one of these um, macronutrient sources and we take out the carbohydrates, what's going to happen in that respect is the fact that you're going to obviously reduce your calories because you don't have um, the macro, sorry, you don't have the, the calories coming in from that macronutrient, which is then going to put you in a calorie deficit, so you're then going to lose body fat. However, my best approach is actually you reduce your calories overall, and then that's obviously going to take you into a calorie deficit, maybe reducing your fats alongside your carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are not the devil, which a lot of people think they are. We have to think about this in terms of human psychology as well. So, for example, carbohydrates taste better when we eat them. We enjoy them, uh, and it's very easy to overeat them, which is why they can get a bad rap. So you can eat a lot of carbohydrates and not necessarily feel that full. In particular, if you're eating like sugary carbohydrates or very refined carbohydrates, uh, even things like orange juice, apple juice can be very healthy, in particular if it's not from concentrate. And for those who don't know, concentrate orange juice, for example, is where they essentially dehydrate the orange juice and then they ship it in that format and then add water back in because it's cheaper. Don't buy that. But in regards to um, those types of sugars, they can have be very easy for you to overconsume. Talking about myself, I used to be overweight when I was a kid, and I say it now laughing because I uh, went through a weird phase when I was maybe like 12, 13, where I wouldn't drink water, all I drink was orange juice, and it was concentrated orange juice. I used to drink like three, four liters a day. Now it's a shit ton of sugar and carbohydrates. I had a lot of vitamin C coming in, but that's gonna obviously cause incremental, uh, huge amounts of weight gain. It's gonna cause really poor insulin sensitivity because you're constantly spiking your blood sugar within, um, with obviously the sugar coming in, which is gonna spike your insulin. So we need to be very, very careful in regards to that. But when we look at things in the long run, talking about human psychology, if we think about carbohydrates and one of the main food sources we enjoy, are you gonna go through your entire life and not enjoy uh, bread, pizza, cereal, uh, whatever it might be, biscuits, or the cheesecake, I love a cheesecake, then that's fine. And you can have these things within uh, certain periods and you can have those within like the free meal approach we give with clients but you can't eat them all the time and overeat them you have to like in some respects like to say to clients in particular when they're new is you like the expression of eating like a dog you eat the same amount uh, same thing the same amount in measured amounts every single day for a period of time and then you know how your body works and you start to get a feel for the amount of like calories and carbohydrates you can take in 
Now, when we look at what happens when we obviously have benefits from carbohydrates, when we eat carbohydrates, while we get almost addicted to them, is to release serotonin, which makes us feel really, really good. So this is one of the reasons why we tend to want to either overeat that food. And it also makes it very difficult to then try and cut those foods off. So you might be able to do it for a few days, and then it's going to be difficult for you to then be like, oh, it's a weekend, I don't want to have uh, those sweet potato fries with my steak or whatever it might be. Now, what's also important to remember is a lot of people actually experience this sometimes when they go into like a ketogenic diet, will be two things. Firstly, their uh, performance will start to struggle in the gym because the muscles become very depleted from glycogen. So we have to remember that when we consume carbohydrates, that gets converted into glycogen, which is stored energy within our muscle cells to then optimize training performance. Secondly, there can also be issues in terms of sleep sometimes because when we eat carbohydrates, it releases obviously serotonin and hormone, which then aids in terms of our sleep. Now, a good example of this is when you, uh, you have a really big meal and you just want to lie on the sofa and fall asleep. That would be why. Now, to give you some practical tips in terms of uh, eating carbohydrates and how to re really use them, just think about this logically. We want to have protein, carbs, and fats, and we just need the right amounts of them. So some simple tricks that you can implement, I would suggest this. Now, without even doing measurements or measured amounts of things, if you think about having like a portion of protein, like the size of your fist, a uh, portion of carbohydrates the size of your fist, and then veggies probably like one and a half to two times the size of your fist. So we ideally want to be eating uh, more of the sort of, uh, sorry, fibrous carbohydrates in terms of vegetables because they'll keep us fuller for longer and be very satiety and have a lot of fiber in there. So things like broccoli, uh, salads, asparagus, courgette, all these good things that are very, very nutrient dense and dense in micronutrients are very, very good for us to consume to fill ourselves up. So what I would do in terms of like an order of eating meals or eating carbohydrates in particular, I try and eat the fibrous carbs first and then have starchy carbs. And if you're new to a fat loss phase, I would suggest you try and limit the amount of refined sugars you have. So things like the orange juices, uh, maybe even cereal, even though we give it to a lot of our clients if you've got a sweet tooth, sweet tooth you want to try and limit your exposures to those because it's probably going to lead you to overeating. And you're also going to find with the refined carbohydrates and refined sugars, you can eat, you can't eat a huge amount of it for the amount of calories and carbohydrates you're getting. So to give you an example, 100 grams worth of cereal versus 100 grams of oats, the 100 grams of oats is going to be a lot more filling than the 100 grams of cereal, now, particularly because the fiber content in the oats is higher which is going to slow digestion and make you feel fuller for longer, which if your goal is to lose fat loss, is very, very important. Now, one last tidbit as a big, big tip. When it comes to order of actually eating a meal, something I'm a big fan of and I like to teach clients is eat your protein first, then eat your vegetables, then eat your carbohydrates. So you always want to go to the high-value item first, so you can go for the, the chicken, the steak, or whatever you're eating, and then I'll go eat your veggies and then have the carbohydrates to finish off. That, I find, is the best way for people not to overeat, in particular because you'll find that when you eat the protein, protein will be very satiating in terms of making you feel full, whereas when you eat carbohydrates, it doesn't tend to. Generally, from when we start eating to actually feeling full in our stomach, generally takes 20 minutes, so it logically makes sense, therefore, for you to start eating your protein first, and then the veggies, so your stomach's starting to get fuller, and then when you start to come to the carbohydrates, which are easier to digest, um, and we'll get, uh, you can eat a lot of very quickly and probably not really notice that you then um, have those last just as some sort of damage limitation. Now, another easy tip of this, if you struggle with this still and you're not seeing progress, I would suggest trying to increase the amount of water eat, uh, taking in every day would be a big tip. Uh, drinking sparkling water also helps as well. 
And the big thing I'd say is that ultimately we just got to think carbohydrates aren't the devil and they're not what's holding you back. Carbohydrates are amazing and they should be included within your diet. Because if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you've done a ketogenic diet and it's worked for you before, awesome. And if it's currently working for you, that's great. I'm a big believer in you doing whatever works for you. If that works for you and you've been doing it for three years, awesome. If you've been doing keto for two weeks, then I wouldn't say that necessarily works for you yet. Come back in two to three years and say, yeah, this works great. Because everyone's bodies are different. I would say people who are naturally very lean can probably find that ketogenic diet works well for them. I myself was overweight when I was younger, so this isn't necessarily uh, a diet which would be preferential for me. And plus, I love carbohydrates, so why would I want to limit them? And that's the big thing that I preach is in terms of you can have the life you want in terms of awesome body, super strong, fit, and think really well whilst eating the foods you love. You just need to be able to be aware of the timing for eating those foods, not overindulging on those foods, and actually having some self-respect and sense. So if I can give you one piece of advice today, it would be have self-respect for yourself, think about portion control, uh, eat protein, veggies, and carbs last. And then last tip bit would be to have your carbohydrates around the workout. So you want to think about having a nutrient timing approach. So having your carbs before the workout and after the workout mainly, because when we uh, work out, there's a huge amount of response from our body in terms of uh, mechanisms in terms of utilizing carbohydrates post-workout and we're having them pre-workout to fuel our performance in the gym to create a big and adaptive response. Now, if you want an extra sneaky tip we give to clients, I also suggest sliding in some intra-workout carbohydrates. So for most people, I'd recommend a minimum of 25 grams of something like cyclic dextrin or dextrose, which is a very easily digestible carbohydrate, which basically means you're going to be training during a fed state during the workout. I would also stack that with essential amino acids, 5 grams of creatine and 20 grams of glutamine. Hope this video and podcast episode was helpful. Make sure you smash the subscribe, hit the like, leave us a review. And also, if you want to learn more carb-busting myths, I've just done my 59 Fitness Myths for 2022, completely free guide, which will bust all the myths and mistakes you don't want to make. So if you hit the link below this podcast and video, you can get free access to that completely free as a gift from me. And we'll see you in the next video and podcast soon.